0: the fourth time for david murphy to be back on the podcast clint thompson nick wilson david welcome back this is fourth time overall second time for this season season four of talk or go home
1: the plane the plane (laughs) <laughs> we're
2: uh we're going oh, to have to uh put him on the salary and uh Exactly. Yeah. And he'll get paid the same that we do.
0: Special guest host. Yeah, right. I isn't like that a, isn't that a, a total thing
2: given? That's a thing. I mean, it worked for Aaron Rodgers on Jeopardy, so why not?
0: Guest host emeritus. Mm. David Murphy. Mm. Welcome. It's kind of like back. the Looney Tunes with the Wile E. Coyote
2: where it's always like road runner risk. I don't know. Yeah. Edamus
0: Something, yeah, I don't know Conivorous. what I'm talking about, but absolutely,
2: you don't know what I'm talking about.
0: I mean, I know the show, but I don't know specifically what S- topic. So, uh, so,
2: whenever a, a, a Roadrunner and Wily e. Coyote cartoon would come up, Roadrunner would come across the screen and it pause, and it's like Roadrunner, and then it had like the scientific name, it's like oh, yeah, yeah I remember Maximus that. or something, yeah. and then yeah. it'll pan over, and there's Wily e. Coyote, and it's like carnivorous. I don't know, Roadrunnerous yeah. or something, you know, just talking yeah. about that he's a hungry coyote. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it wasn't actually scientific, but
1: do those even come on anymore? Can you watch those? You can. Uh,
2: we before the um, Godzilla versus Kong movie, we we got HBO Max, and we still have it, um, and it's on HBO Max. The Looney Tunes are all on HBO Max, all the way back to like the '40s. So we've been watching watching those. I am a 36 year old male in mid-America, well, not mid-America, in the heart of Alabama, and I still watch Looney Tunes.
1: Yeah, those were kind of funny. I wish my kids would watch that, still watch they, what they want to watch. The junk they watch yeah. now.
2: I tell you what, they did do a, um, a rendition where they brought back the Looney Tunes, a little bit different animation. It was more of a show, not just a little merry melodies or whatever. Um, and it was pretty good. It had some funny bits in it, but it was still kind of... Weird.
1: I don't get HBO Max. I was checking today, actually checking today to see Mm -hmm. if I get HBO Max because Conan, when he wraps up TBS or whatever, he's He's supposed to go. He's going HBO, yeah. Oh, is he? Mm -hmm. He That's the first I've
3: heard. Okay. He
0: made that announcement about a month ago. Um, He's he's going to transition to HBO Mm -hmm. Max. Well, HBO. HBO. But you can 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 watch it it on HBO Max. Because he's about the only one I I still watch.
2: I wonder how that would go over. Surely there would be a little bit of a ratings drop, but, I mean, you can – kind of free up anything you want to say at that point yeah. as well. You can be,
0: there's so much more freedom right, with being on a paid subscription platform, right. you know, like Netflix even or whoever. I think that's why David Letterman made the transition to Netflix. Yeah. So, but you know, HBO, I, I've been doing a lot of research into mid two thousands, specifically the office and, Greg Daniels, the creator and showrunner of the American version of The Office, worked with Conan. I think they went to Harvard together and then worked on a show right out of Harvard together, and then I think they worked on SNL together as well when Conan was a writer for SNL. I think as Conan was coming in to be a writer for SNL, might have been there at the same time or no I'm thinking of The Simpsons The Simpsons as as, as Conan was leaving The Simpsons Greg Daniels came into The Simpsons and started and and helped um, and started uh, with that
2: when Conan left it kind of started dipping a bit I will say Greg
0: Daniels also co-created King of the Hill with Mike Judge so So they they developed how are y'all King of the Hill I know The the
2: Simpsons is kind of you know Bobby (laughs) The Simpsons can kind of be, you know, either you like it or you don't. There's not a whole lot of maybe, but you don't kind of get that. You don't really get that with King of the Hill. Um, but at the same time, King of the Hill is just a bunch of Texas rednecks. I yeah, mean, I'd it does King
1: of it. the Hill. I, I, I used to love it. I wouldn't watch The Simpsons. I'd watch King of the Hill right.
0: But you're, you don't like The Simpsons no, at all? No, I don't watch The
1: Simpsons. I have seen a few King of the Hill
0: episodes. I haven't watched... I've seen more Simpsons episodes than I have King of the Hill episodes, but for some reason... King of the Hills humor, it resonates with me a little yeah, bit more. Be my, that's my kind of humor. Yeah, it, it's <laughs>
1: oh man. But you know, you know what else I like that you probably wouldn't think I like. Like a movie, humorous movie would be Zoolander. <laughs> that's one of my favorite comedies of all time really like yeah. Zoolander and then I went to see Zoolander 2 and it was terrible yeah yeah I,
0: Zoolander 2 was. I went to the theater to see that and it was awful I wish yeah, I hadn't it's gone one of
2: those deals they should have just left it at one let it be been a classic and left it alone
0: you know what I forgot about Zoolander I saw Zoolander like a year year and a half ago and I forgot about the gas station yeah. scene <laughs> I completely forgot about that <laughs> like that's to be in a comedy movie that's pretty dark a little bit like a that little bit. it go. it it's dark. There's a lot of funny stuff in there though. But when he goes back to his hometown and John Voight's dad Working in, in the mine. coal mines. God, yeah. That's
1: hilarious. <laughs> 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 it's hilarious,
0: man. Like, oh gosh. Then I watched Smoking the Bandit right after that. See, that's you amazing. missed our last um well, you you missed that episode that we did about comedy. He he yeah. he, he would have been great on that episode.
2: Yeah. How many times over under do you think you've watched Smoking the Bandit?
1: Now I didn't see it in the theater because it come out in seventy seven, but on uh, TV and DVD, I don't
0: know, at least at least twenty, I guess. A while. Who do you think's the bigger Smoking the Bandit fan, Clan him or Mickey? Ooh. Based on number of times watched the movie, or just just in just the vibe that you're getting off of, off of each one of them? Mickey will hear this, so yeah, I
2: I don't know. That's a hard one.
0: I, I don't know. I know Mickey's done a
2: lot with, you know, Carson, which I, I guess David has too.
0: I'm I'm going to give the slight edge to Mickey, but I think that's because I don't really know how deep David's f- fandom. Has Mickey got the die cast? <laughs> I don't know.
1: This guy does. Oh, okay. shots fired. Oh, yeah. I that's, like that's, it. That's uh, right the across models. the bow. <laughs> and the models. Really? Mm. Snap to
0: oh, is This is going to make Mickey... Very, very interested in this spot in this. Mickey's gonna episode. come in here and be like, you
2: know what? I've got a smoking bandit room dedicated to my Alex, it used to be Alex's room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a smoke in the bandit collection room now. Honestly, it
0: probably does. It probably does.
1: And a Conan's still gonna do for TBS like the Conan Borders show he does. When he goes to other countries and does shows. So he's still gonna Y'all do, do that on TBS? I think so.
0: Have you seen that with his with his associate producer, uh, that segment that he does, uh, where where he's the most bland, mm-hmm. yeah. personalityless yeah. Yeah. human ever. What's yeah. his name? He that, took him to Italy with him. That was hilarious. Did you say that? One? Yes, yeah. Jordan. Jordan. Schlansky or yeah. something, yeah. yeah that mm-hmm. segment. Have you ever seen that segment? I, I don't watch. I watch Conan a lot more when it
2: was on NBC. I haven't watched it as much. See, I don't. I
0: don't watch it live, but I go and watch the clips on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And these clips are on YouTube. Look it up on YouTube. Jordan Schlansky is like an associate producer or something for Conan. And I, I, I do you think that guy's real? Do you think his yeah, personality is really like that? Yeah, or do you think, think it's an so. act. I think so. Because I've seen some tonight. bloopers, and he laughs like in the bloopers for that segment. There have been some times where he's broken and laughed. Well, you eventually so want to laugh. Even. Well, I mean,
1: usually, yeah.
2: Where are you on on the current state of late night television like that? So you've got what you um, got, Kimmel. You've got Fallon, Fallon, and I guess technically you've got Conan. Is that it? I mean for the for the ten ten p.m. local. Time. Oh uh,
0: CBS uh, um, That British dude That's Late Night Is it not
2: Oh oh I know who You're talking about You're talking about um, Sings in a Car Andrew Andrew No That's James like, Corden James yeah James Corden Yeah so like That tells you how much I watch that show It's not as It's not as prevalent As in my heyday With Leno And um, David Letterman Yeah Letterman But Heavy hitters Well, I mean, you had Johnny Carson. That was pretty much the only name on the block for the longest time. And then, you know, Carson retired. They gave it to Leno. After Letterman had kind of guest host for a little while, and Letterman got upset. And here comes you know CBS says, "Hey, because Letterman
0: had Letterman did the like the JV version of Carson's Tonight Show, right? Right. For a little while, and so he was sort of the heir presumptive, and then." Leno got it? Right. Leno ended up with it. But see
2: Letterman th- went to CBS. But see, did they do a late show, then a late, late show? Is that how that went? Maybe...
0: I can't remember. I don't I can't, know. I, I, I don't know the it. exact history of right. it. Right. But
2: Anyway, they, they snubbed Letterman, is how he ended up at CBS with, with that. Which is
0: exactly what happened to Conan. Right. Well, then, then you
2: know, uh, Leno left. Conan got it. Ratings tanked. So, they was like, yeah, we're going to push Conan out the door. Here's some hush money. And then he... Leno
0: wanted... Well... They brought Leno back for a little bit. Conan's version is different. Conan's version is that, as far as I know, I, I'm not, again, I'm not a late night historian. Yeah, we, We've already done all this.
1: What? On a, on a previous podcast. Have we? Yeah, this whole thing.
0: I haven't listened to that podcast.
3: Have Look, we done it? Yeah, we already done all on this On what whole episode? Thing. Really? I
1: think the first time I was on, we've already done this whole thing. We went through all of yeah, this. this whole, Are you? I was serious? just gonna see how far y'all would go.
0: Serious with Brandon when you were on the yeah, first time with Brandon. So, yeah. Did we really? Yeah, yeah, we did this whole. See, I've completely forgotten. I've,
2: I must have missed that because I listened to that whole episode.
1: I listen.
3: Well, I was there.
1: Yeah, well, that's
0: Conan's tricky. been around since '93. I watch him. We, That's it, though. We ta- I, this whole Letterman. I remember us having yeah. a conversation vaguely familiar to this yeah. one, but I don't remember us going into as much detail yeah. as we're going into now. We did the whole thing. Did we? Yeah. Oh, well. Reset. Yep, there we go. Reset. So you were just going to let us go down that. Yeah, I was just going to let you go down that rabbit trail. Wow. 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 Oh, shout out to Tina Hopper, by the way. Ah, yes. yes. Uh, I, got a, I got a call from her the other day. While she was at work, uh-huh. and uh, she's a huge fan of the show. Great. I, lo- hey. Loves Exit Only. I think it's probably one of her favorite episodes. Martha. Shout so out she be to proud.
2: Murphy for finally creating a Facebook. And that's Absolutely. Where, that is where all of this publicity that we have recently got has come from. Because his Mur- very first Facebook post was, check out these podcasts. And that exactly. was hilarious.
1: I was cutting my yard listening to yours and Hammy's. Yeah. Christmas Vacation just laughed the whole time. Good.
2: Amy, Amy sent me a message. He said, "Apparently Murphy listens to our podcast, and apparently he loves it." And I said, "Yeah, we talked about it." He and was, then I listened to oh, the wrestling
1: okay. one right after that. That's yeah. when I started sending you the text about the wrestling ah uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, so
2: which one did you listen to? Do you remember?
1: Was the Christmas vacation and the y'all y'all reviewed a wrestling game?
2: I right. Mean. Well, see, we've reviewed two wrestling games. It was so, the
1: one closest to the Christmas vacation. Okay. If
2: you'll episode. go, if you'll go back, I want to say it's episode nine. It's early, early, but we review another wrestling game. But we talk about the origins of ham and spam okay. in that one, uh, and we do some some wrestling promos for it too. It's pretty right. good.
1: Yeah, that was funny stuff. <laughs> was funny there stuff was a what
0: episode was it that I did that I had like a a guest appearance, and me and Brandon and several other people. The uh, I think thanksgiving Alex thanksgiving two, episode was it the thing where we did the scripted series, the scripted deal throughout the episode. I was uh, I played a doctor or something. Oh, that was Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we all did the yeah. phone
2: calls and everything. That's yeah. exactly,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That episode, Hammy wrote this whole deal where I had, like, all of the people that had been on the podcast, their podcast, Hammond's Band Retro Review, had guest spots for this continuous narrative skit right. that took place over the course of the episode. That was fun to do. Yeah. that was, And it was interesting to listen to. Well because hammy had
2: wrote something that was so ridiculous about what was about <laughs> operation not mask or something about yeah. raccoons that had done some some really weird stuff that so, was my bit yeah. yeah and and hammy hammy does a great job with that kind of stuff he's he's a
0: master
3: it was a very
0: unique knee ni- it was very unique and and niche focused bit yeah. in terms of the, the type of comedy that it was, but it was still...
2: But the whole bit was based on pretty cool. communications that happens within the game. Exactly. So if you know the game, you kind of get what's going on, and it, it was just it was fun. But yeah, go back and listen to uh, Smackdown 2, Know Your Role. That's where we talk about the origins of Hammond's family. I think I've heard that one. That's a good episode. Yeah.
1: I'll try to listen to that tonight. Then. That's
2: a good episode. And good we've episode. actually made the... And, and this is, I guess, live breaking news whenever this comes out, but we've actually made the conscious decision based on What you said that, hey, we don't, I don't have a whole lot of game stuff that I, you know, really enjoy, but I really enjoyed the movies. So, Hammy's like, well, let's just do half movies and half video games this year and see what happens. So, Mm -hmm. we're going to,
0: we're going to up the movies this year. That's going to be awesome. I hope so. That's, that's, that's going to be awesome. It can't be much worse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Maybe, maybe y'all need to have Murphy on for a movie review. You know what? Coach, you, uh,
2: you tell us what movie you want. You want to watch with us, and we review, and we'll review it.
0: All right, I'll pick one. Hey, okay. Murphy, I just need to be your agent. Okay. All right. All right. I, I'll get you gigs. Okay, we'll do it. Yeah. It's Bill's Lounge, looking for time. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it.
3: <coughs> it's Bill's oh, Lounge. Wow. Or uh,
2: anyway,
0: Or Sam, what is it called? <laughs> it was. It was Bill's Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, th- that that's going back to another joke that he made on a previous episode of this podcast. I think season three, he made a Bill's yeah. joke. Anyway, so um, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Hey, he did not find that funny at all. He's no, looking at no, us with a straight face right now. Yeah, he's
2: straight face and he's he's lock jawed and just yeah. I'm I'm here to do business, guys, and y'all are y'all are joking around.
0: Exactly. Yeah. He's he's look. There's a, there's a smart. He's focused <laughs> in. Okay. So best and worst, worst, worst. Worst advice yeah. that you've ever received? This uh, is going to be difficult. This is going to be hard. Go, Clint.
2: Uh, best advice I ever received was uh, drink uphill from the cows in the stream.
0: Okay. In what context?
2: I don't really know the context, but it basically had to do with, you know, know your surroundings and know who you're running with and what's going on around you. Oh, so that's not a that's not a literal that's not literal. Oh, I, yeah, I was thinking you'd been <laughs> drinking out of some stream. No, 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 no. It's not a literal, not literal thing.
0: Okay,
3: it's metaphorical. Yeah, it's oh, metaphorical. Okay, okay, okay. So
0: yeah, um,
2: there's that one. Uh, you know, Dad used to always reference the uh, uh the Big John, not Big John. What is it? Don't tug on Superman's cape. Mm. What song was that? Don't tug on Superman's cape. do you know. spit in the wind.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, Mickey's gonna kill us. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Talking about old Jim.
2: Don't mess around with old Jim. Jim Croce? No, I don't think so. I think
0: it's a Jim Croce song. Okay. Anyway, hey,
2: he he would he would say you know don't that song says don't, in don't spit in the wind. I'm gonna tell you don't. It's G- that's G- I'm don't, telling don't spit the Jim wind Croce. either.
0: <laughs> uh, I think it's Jim Croce.
1: Don't spit in your shield, either. Don't Don't do that.
0: It's kind of like that.
1: uh,
0: (laughs) I did that with a mask one time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I did it a bunch of times. He's done it a lot. That's kind of like you're saying don't uh, drink. Downhill. Yeah, it's uh, Jim
0: Croce. You don't mess around with Jim. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Gosh, me and Mickey talked about that the other day. Anyway, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, it's kind of in the same vein. I thought of something that people used to tell me all the time. "Don't, Don't crap where you eat. Yeah, Say, I, that's that's thing.
0: that's mine, yeah. and and that has a lot of different meanings. But you know, a lot of people ask me over the past three years why I haven't, I haven't pursued somebody, <laughs> and it's now you can, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Let me cut that. Out. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Go ahead. Oh, but but that's probably the best advice that I've ever received because it's kept a lot of problems from. Anyway. I'm dead. Murphy has
2: killed me with that one. I'm dead. Yeah. yeah.
0: He can't Look out. at his face. Yeah, he knows that was good. He yeah, that was good. Yeah. Well, some, I mean, I, I, I could give you one. That somebody told me
1: right here lately would be uh, turn the fat side up. <laughs> what? What does that mean? Cooking meat. On a smoker, smoking butts, you know, turn the fat side up and just leave it. Just I
0: mean, that,
2: there's
1: a lot of truth to that. Yeah, fat which, side which, up.
2: Which, ironically, is how I sleep.
1: So <laughs> fat side <laughs> up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I say that to people all the time. Now, I told it to a telemarketer the other day. I so I said it. Uh, turn the fat side up and let it ride. I <laughs> say it all
0: the time. What they say?
1: I, I, probably hung up on me. <laughs>
2: Nah, I've had some goes with telemarketers but we're not going to get into it well you've said that before on yeah the podcast. well I haven't told the it, the full blown story on some of those but yeah um more more of a of an advice thing than anything else you know um and, and a saying that I've picked up on that I've I've really enjoyed is thaw the thaw the turkey so in doing my my training for you know coaching at the high school level um they had this whole thing set out about how NASA had come up with these cannons that would shoot turkeys. You know, uh, turkeys you buy Frozen from the turkeys. St- Well, turkeys you buy from the grocery store. Well, they take, shoot these cannons at the space shuttle because, you know, birds down in Florida, whatever, making sure it's not going to crack the windshield um, as they're, you know, coming in and coming out of Earth uh, Earth's atmosphere. Well, there was a train company over in the uk that said hey you know we would love to borrow this thing for our quality control so they borrowed it for the quality control loaded it up shot a turkey to the train it went through the window and through the seat of the conductor's seat and they're like oh my gosh we're so lucky we've never had a catastrophe be- you know before what's going on so they call nasa's like is this thing miscalibrated? What's going on? And NASA looks at just, it's kind of. There's a slight pause, and NASA says, "Thaw the bird, thaw the turkey." <laughs> they can't. So, be so, yeah. so they they started looking at all the schematics and everything. Of okay, has it got too much pressure? Did we did we not account for this? Did we not account for this? And NASA's like, you know, often the the simplest solution is the right one. In this case, thaw the turkey because none of their turkeys were were frozen when they were shooting them at the space shuttles, but.
1: Yeah. So they would just shoot turkeys at the space shuttle while it was like on, like in the hangar
2: yeah. or whatever? They would yeah. Just... They, they they developed, NASA developed a cannon to shoot turkeys.
0: Which I'm sure is just a larger version of those, those, you know, those, I'm, I'm sure everybody had one. My dad still has his, the PVC potato gun. Yeah. I know you had one. At, yeah, so we, we, yeah.
1: we sh- I didn't make any, but we used to shoot them. Yeah. A friend of mine had some. He'd make them. Yeah. Yeah. Sell them? No, we didn't sell any. Now, y'all know what I was talking about, about turning the fat side up be on pork butts. This guy, I called this guy in Alabama and asked him. I saw him on TV yeah, explaining how they cook theirs and everything, and I wanted to talk to him. So, I called him and talked to him and asked him what they do to cook theirs. And he, he, he told me everything. Everything. Exactly how they cook them. I couldn't hardly get off the phone with him. <laughs> but they just turn the fat side up, and that lets your fat go through the meat. Through the it meat. keeps it moist. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just don't turn it. Don't turn your
0: butts. Let them sit yeah, fat just, side up. Yeah, drains. Yeah,
1: He told me to put salt, put salt on the other side and turn it down. And just let it go for
0: 20 hours. Wow. There's a place in, a barbecue place in Texas, I believe. And I, I can't think of the name of it. But the pit master is like a, this 80, 90-year-old woman. I think her name's Tootsie. And she works 10-hour days. Isn't like she's done this for years, and apparently it's some of the best barbecue meat in the state of Texas. Gordon Ramsay, I saw a video of him there and her working. It's bloody it was, terrific! It was it was, <laughs> it was it was it was pretty impressive. What's she cooking? Beef or pork? Because it's believe, beef out there. I believe they were eating ribs. So so yeah, they're both. big brisket people. Yeah, it's beef yeah. country barbecue there. So. In the video, I think Gordon was eating ribs, so obviously they do both. They might have eaten a little brisket, too.
2: Do y'all ever take offense when people say stuff like it's the best barbecue west of the Mississippi or east of the Mississippi or, you know, Kansas City barbecue is the best barbecue on the planet. Do y'all ever take offense to things like that? Like, I've had some really good barbecue. I don't necessarily believe yours is the best barbecue.
0: Yeah, I do. I take great I'm, offense i I'm, I'm very... I'm very pro Alabama. Anything I am too. Like, because I've been to Texas. I've had t- yeah. barbecue in Texas. Yeah. I've had barbecue in Missouri. I've had mm-hmm. barbecue in North Carolina. I've had barbecue in South Carolina.
1: Yeah. I've that's had
0: barbecue in Tennessee. So
1: that's just um, the Alabama
0: in you. That's right. That's what Hammy said the other day. It What's is. It like, is. It's too Alabama. much. I had too much Bama in me. But to, to me, I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a white sauce. I'm a big white sauce guy. I'm very when it comes to barbecue chicken. There isn't a red sauce out there that you can put on barbecue chicken that makes it taste better than Alabama white sauce, in my opinion. Now, when it comes to pork and beef, red sauce, you know, I would prefer a red sauce. I'm not a vinegar-based guy. I'm a tomato-based sauce guy. I'm not saying that it can't be sour. It can be sour or sweet. You know, it just depends. depends. But you know, you go to North Carolina, South Carolina, and it's very vin- it's it's all vinegar based, right? Vinegar based red sauce, barbecue sauce, isn't it? In Tennessee it's like mustard based. I might I might have my barbecue I'm, sections I'm, off, but, I'm not certain on that. But it like seems you, like yeah,
1: it seems like when you go north, yeah. it gets more mustard. It right. gets more
0: sour. It gets more. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna say sour. Well, like Kansas City's like briny, like yes, dry, yes, and then dry
2: rub. Texas, I don't know. I don't know. I mean. If I had a map, I could describe it a little bit more. But you can you kind of see how it goes throughout the sections because I want to say like some of the white sauce stuff is in the Carolinas. Is kind of where it originated at.
0: The white no white sauce is Alabama. Is originally. it Alabama? It's Big Bob Gibson. Okay, and then they they also came out with a pink sauce. I think Lawler's came out with a pink sauce, which is a mixture, which is just a mixture of your white sauce and your red sauce. Yep. Yeah, Gibson. That's a Decatur. Yes, that's North right. Alabama. Yeah. So it's technically North Alabama, I believe. Everything I've heard and read. Uh, credits Alabama with okay. the invention of white sauce. Well, that's one of the things I do in class with, when we do a U.S. history
1: mm-hmm. report of how my kids do reports. Give them a city in the United States. Yeah. That's one of the things I talk about is the food. Like out, way, like in Texas, like barbecue there would be beef. Right here, it's, when you talk barbecue, it's going to be pork. And we talk about the sauces too. And you know
2: difference. what? You know what gets me. Uh, for work, I've had to go to West Coast Canada, Vancouver area, and we we got everything done within the week we were there on Friday they were going to have a big barbecue it was a barbecue it wasn't a cookout it was a barbecue see that's that, yeah don't, their get barbecue, me, don't get me started on that their barbecue was hamburgers and hot dogs
0: you don't call it a barbecue then
2: exactly exactly we're going to grill hamburgers and hot dogs exactly. it's not a barbecue it's a cookout it's a cookout
0: and see I feel like most of the country is that way it, yeah that's their terminology barbecue is a verb for them right whereas for us it's a noun it's right. a specific thing you know if we're going we we cook barbecue mm-hmm. meat at a cookout yeah we don't barbecue meat right it's not a process i mean it is a process but it's it's a process specific to a certain kind of food and meat not a process of just hanging out and grilling yeah. or in being outdoors with a lot of folks that's, well, it's that's time that consuming is. The last time I yeah, smoked
1: a pork but I just I did it so that I could get away from the crowd and be by myself. Because it was during the last tornado outbreak we had when I was smoking. Because everybody was in the house, in yeah. the basement. So I just stayed outside.
0: During the tornado? Just yeah,
1: stay away from everybody because I just you knew I couldn't handle it. Yeah, you're advancing every kind of southern stereotype that exists so just, <laughs> in that moment. So I just stayed outside. You yeah. know, yeah, when the tornado was actually coming Sound through. Sound like a train? Yeah, that's when I shut it down and went inside. <laughs> Honestly, they do. I'm... I'm
2: I don't know what it is about the news. They're going to find the most redneck they person are. in the
0: world and stereotype Alabama. James Gregory has a great bit yes, about that. Does. Have yes, you heard, he does. Do you listen to James Gregory? He's got a great bit about that. Hey, he's coming
2: through the trailer park. Yeah. Sounded like a train coming.
0: He talks about... Got my Mountain Dew. Yeah, he talks Sitting about it. there it's, underneath
2: it's, the house and told old Yeller, said, boy... It's
0: been a good life. I love you, It's going to be some old guy who weighs 75 pounds, and his wife's over there. And in, overalls, in, in overalls. In overalls. In a trucker hat. A John Deere trucker yes, hat. Yes, sir. And then his wife's over there, and it, with keys that weigh half of what he does on his belt. And then uh, his wife's going to be over there, and she's going to be about as wide as the minivan that they drive. There you go. Are you saying that's me? No, no. Smoking smoking that's that butt outside that's, 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 that that's, during the tornado? That's in James Gregory's bit, but... By you saying that on this podcast, you're advancing that stereotype. Because, you know, we've got one of uh, Clint's buddies that listens in Pennsylvania. By the way, Jeff messaged me on Twitter the other day. Really? From Kentucky? Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to you, Jeff. He messaged me and said he enjoys it and he's got it in his routine. New York, not Pennsylvania. New York. I always say Pennsylvania. Johnson's in New York. Sorry. God. Why do I keep saying Pennsylvania? I don't know. So I'm that guy, man. That advances the stereotype? Well, in that moment, you did. Yeah. Okay. When there's a tornado, you're gonna go outside smoke, <laughs> and smoke. Yeah. And grill. The some only thing beer, missing out of that was roll
2: tide and eighteen national
0: championships. Yeah. Well, I probably <laughs> had that shirt on. While I was barbecuing. <laughs> so or smoking. Let's or advance it even more <laughs> in that moment. Let's advance it even more. But yeah. I, what do you, what's what's y'all's opinion of drunk chicken? What's your definition of drunk chicken? You beer t- can chicken? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, you take a whole chicken. Yeah. And you clean out the innards. Yep. And you pop pop a top. Mm-hmm. Stick it up in there. Put it on the grill She's and not let it go. Full
2: one though, is it? Hmm? It's not a full one, is it? Usually, got to take. You know, you got to drink half of it. Well, I don't. I don't drink beer, so I. I. I you know. I'm just say I, I don't either. But what I'm saying is, I think usually you drink about half of it. Shove the yeah. beer can up the chicken's rear end and put it on the grill.
0: Mm. I love it. It is so tender.
2: I tell you something I had years ago that's really good and that is uh um hot dogs cooked in beer.
1: Uh, that's that's good too. I've had that
2: done. I well, know you too. do brats that way. Yeah.
1: Now this drunk chicken, this this is a I've had it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I
2: think
0: I've had it one time. Well it's d- pretty the good. The key is getting you the chicken
2: like. drunk before you feather before you <laughs> before you defeather it.
0: Yeah. My grandmother would do that. They had chickens. They'd go out and chicken little chicken, before the tornado came through, little chicken coop. And she'd go out there, ring one, ring its neck, pluck all the feathers off, and yeah. she'd fry it up real quick. Oh, so good. The Drunk Chicken. Oh, I said. That gosh. could be a dance, too. Probably. That's a that's a podcast, The Drunk Chicken.
2: <laughs> Daddy used to tell me that they would go out, uh, like every morning, they would get up early and go fishing and bring the fish home, and then that his grandmother would cook this huge It was an everyday thing, a huge breakfast. They said he would get back from fishing to come clean the fish, just as she was going outside to wring the chicken's neck, and he gave me this story about that she would just grab the chicken by the head and just around, just sling that thing That's around. That's what grandma would do. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's yeah.
0: crazy. So one of my some of my favorite memories from my grandparents' house, they their original house before the tornado came through, I mean, they still live in the same place but different house. But their original house was built in eighty two, three, or 84, somewhere in there. Early eighty, early to mid 80s on the river. And we would, growing up, we'd always go down there and just like on Saturdays, we'd fish all afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then late afternoon, we'd bring all the crappie in, you know, scale them, descale them, or whatever, clean them. Clean we'd clean the fish. yeah, And fillet them. And then we'd have a fish fry. And it was fresh. Fresh crappie, which to me is the best fish. I'm not yeah. a I'm not a big catfish guy, but to me, crappie tastes way better yeah. than catfish. Oh, dude, it was so good! Like, it, and and she would cook green beans. She'd always burn the bread. We'd al- we always made fun of her because she could never cook bread. Because like, she, she got so busy it. doing everything. Exactly. Exac No, you're exactly right. Yeah. She always got so busy cooking the beans and cooking the there'd be mashed potato. Or, well, cream potatoes. Uh, no, she would make mashed potatoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there's a difference between mashed potatoes and cream there potatoes. There is. But anyway. Um, hers would be mashed.
2: Did does your does your grandmother believe in putting lard in everything?
0: I'm not gonna say everything, but most things. Everything.
2: Most things. My grandmother was all about putting lard in everything. She'd open up a can of
0: green beans, and there was a there was a spoonful of lard that went in it. I know mom cooks Brussels sprouts and collards with lard. Yeah. Lar- well, bacon fat.
2: Bacon fat. Yeah. yeah, it's a little different. I'm talking about like straight out of the, straight out of the jug Crisco.
0: Oh, straight up Crisco? Oh yeah.
2: My my grandmother's like, "Hey, it just helps it come on out better."
0: Mix it on. Mix mm. it on. Mm. My favorite type of green bean is a uh is a rattlesnake, rattlesnake beans. Mm. That's my favorite. Kentucky blues are all right, but rattlesnakes. Purple hull peas. I love those purple. Purple hull peas, peas, man. Pinto purple beans. purple hull peas with cornbread and mashed potatoes. Now that is a supper. Not right there. a black
2: eyed pea. I'm not a black eyed pea fan.
0: Black eyed peas are okay, but purple hull peas, man, you yeah. can't beat them. Black and eyed peas
2: taste like dirt.
0: Smells when you when you shale purple hull peas oh, yeah, and you, know, you get, get all the purple, yeah. you know, get the purple. going purple thumb. Yeah. yeah, purple thumb. Yeah,
1: I like them all. I yeah. like fried catfish too, but I do love fried crappie. Too do like, that's good. Too. Do you like fried crappie more yeah. than catfish? No, I probably like catfish better.
0: Crappie's yeah, good though. I'm a crappie over catfish. Yeah, like. crappie's good. Yeah, because yeah. you you can get bad catfish. Oh, you yeah. can get a cat. You can get fried catfish that tastes like it's a bottom feeder. Yeah, you know.
2: That's why everything, most everything nowadays is pond, pond raised.
0: Yeah, yeah it's most farm raised pond. catfish. Like going driving into Auburn. Yep. Every time I drove right. into Auburn, one forty seven College mm-hmm. Street North. You know, you've got that massive catfish uh, or fishery right mm-hmm. there on the right with all the little ponds and lakes. And but everything. that's
2: that's school related though. Right there. It's, it it's,
0: it's research-related, but they do raise the right, fish. Right, right. So, And what they do is they end up giving it away. for They either give it away or they sell it for cheap or they just let you come in there and fish fish it. Hmm.
2: It's Some it's of those cool. uh, catfish ponds out toward uh, Mississippi. No, there's the, a lot of Mississippi. Yeah, there's a lot of them out that way. They're uh, it, It's a neat process because, you know, they have to irrigate the water. So they have to take these tractors out. It's got this a thing that kind of looks like a... Like almost like a steamroller, they just put over in it, crank the PTO up, just just all kind of aeration going on. It's
0: good stuff for the water. It's does something to the water to help. The yeah, fish. yeah. I I'm not a I'm not a big seafood guy, but I do like what, red snapper. Hmm. God, so good. Love me some red snapper. Apparently, red snapper throat is a delicacy. Yeah. I've only had it one time. Uh, my my went on a deep sea fishing trip when I was young, 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 and came back, sat on the pier, the dock, cleaned the fish, had a fryer and a grill, took out the the throat of the red one of the red snappers. Now you did it this, and, you cooked it. Well, so the so my dad and then one of our buddies and then one of our buddies buddies who owned the boat they cooked everything because that's one of the popular things to get
1: at that Bright Star restaurant.
3: Yeah, if
1: you ever go there, you're supposed to eat them. snapper throat. But I'm going to the next time I go there. Well, it's, it's the oldest restaurant in Alabama. I
0: can't, I can't remember if snapper season is over. I think it's. I think we're still technically in snapper season. How uh, many can you catch now? Is I think it's a it very short season. Is, I mean, can you catch? Let's see. Slim? They change it just about. It's only four five. It. Yeah, but
2: they right. they change. They, it fluctuates based on what they assume the population is. So yeah. if you
1: get on them, I mean, you're done. You catch yeah. well, four, yeah. five, well, you're but finished. You can you can only bring in four or five. You you talking about flay and release?
0: The flay and release program. Is that yeah. What we're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can only bring in so you can you can only bring in to shore yeah. four or five. But now if you've got a grill on the yeah. boat, you know is that flay and release. <laughs> I've heard about people doing that. So I, I know I know a lot of people that do it. They'll go out there. They've got a grill on the boat, and there's we'll eight, pe- eight people on the boat. Mm-hmm. I need hey. eight. You're talking about catfish
1: down in Auburn. That's what Pat Dye used to feed everybody when they'd have the coaching clinic down there. Catfish. At the end of the coaching clinic, you'd have a big fried catfish.
2: Or eagle. Dinner. That. Yeah, that, yeah, that was always eagle.
1: good. I enjoyed
0: that. I'm, I'm a fan, but I always enjoyed that, though. Yeah, or eagle to that. Where would y'all do the coaching clinic down there? Where would it be? Well, it would
1: be in the spring. You know, you just go to the there at the complex and where would you eat in the complex i think we went out to the fairgrounds to eat is there a okay. fairgrounds out there no somewhere that must have been Nine tuscaloosa i get that mixed up with tuscaloosa but we did i don't remember where we ate but we had fried catfish Fried catfish yeah the you clinic know, would be in the auditorium the uh is it beard eaves or they have a beard eaves coliseum that's yeah, where
0: it would that's be. the old one
2: yeah
1: it, it's, it's still up is it not it's still there but it's not yeah, it's not
0: used not right really for, used
2: for anything but it was basically when they built that new student center it's too close and they can't
0: pull it down now is that am, am I understanding that correct I believe so I believe that's what they've pretty much that's the the conclusion that the safety engineers have come to okay now that might change I don't know if they can figure out how to take it down I know that's where like the equipment the the athletics mail room is in beard eaves mm-hmm. like when we would have to go get mail for our department or or something like that or for the coaches we'd have to walk across the street from the complex to beard eaves and the mail room we there was a uh, lady that ran the mail room we'd have to go check in with her yeah. and get the mail and yeah. Yeah,
1: th- those back. are always the best clinics those are fun coaching clinics the ones on campus where you go watch practice and Talk to the coaches and everything. Yeah, it's
2: not the same anymore, though. A lot of coaches close practices and stuff, and you can't really.
1: Well, that would be in the spring when we would go. We're yeah, the season. but
2: still, I like, I know Alabama. All their stuff is still closed to the public, and
1: they only let you see what they want you to
2: see. You know, if you're a reporter, you're they only do, in there for. They like do 10 let minutes. coaches.
0: They do let high school coaches come though. Still, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. And I know that Harson's heart Malzahn wasn't very. Malzahn was very. Malzahn was very. Yeah, he was very closed off. He was very paranoid about anybody. I mean, he, Somebody he was paranoid, paranoid about run buck sweep. Well, he was paranoid about like that. I remember one practice, he he kicked out all non non essential. Well, I am not going. I am not even going to say non essential because there were some essential staff that he kicked out, like st- uh, trainers and equipment managers. He kicked out of the indoor one time. Closed all the doors, and the only people that were in there were like the. The head trainer, the head equipment manager, the coaching staff, and GAs, the players, and then the video guys. What did he get so mad about? Was it just a bad practice? Just having a bad... No, practice? he was paranoid. He was. He, well, that made how, him
1: so paranoid all of a sudden at that moment, though, I, that there was just somebody was in there. That he had, be in He there.
0: had several moments like that.
2: Cause buck sweep, I don't need you to know how to run buck sweep.
0: I will say this though, there were there runs were some buck sweep. there were some plays, some trick plays that we never ran that we would practice religiously, but we oh. ne- we would never run them.
2: But that that's typical with most all coaches. You 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 have a handful of trick plays that you practice and practice and practice, and just the
0: situation never comes up or or whatever. But but you're not understanding what I'm telling you. These are Gus Malzahn trick plays. I know, and. They were – It's going to be like center eligible they or were, something. It must have been real tricky. They were genius. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to give him credit. They were – which, which, to me, that's why I'll never understand why we didn't run them because they they would have worked. I mean, nobody would have seen any of that coming. Um, but we would practice them. He'd change them. We'd practice them. He'd change them. We'd practice them. He'd, practice them. He'd, change, them. He'd change them. And then, you know, we'd never run them during a game. First down, we'd run it right up to middle. Second down, we'd run know, it out to the right. Yeah. Third down, we'd might throw it. Who knew? Who
2: knew? So. Sounds like a anyway. updated version of Tommy
0: Tuberville's offense of running at the middle, running at the middle.
2: Well, you know, in twenty thirteen, and a punt.
0: And in twenty thirteen, it was hey, let's pace down the field. Let's just get down the field as yeah. fast as we can. And then after that, he kind of got away from that. Mm-hmm. His his offense sort of evolved from what got him to uh, the, the big job at Auburn. Right. So, you know, now he's at UCF. But but
2: still, and I think we we've, we've definitely going to run a pick trail with this, but still you got to think, too, you know, they started putting in rules for the defense being able to sub in when the offense subs in. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of people, they just kind of stick with base defense, and it kind of negated some of that going fast as long as you were lined up. Mm -hmm. somewhat
0: correctly as the ball was snapped so if if you look at a lot of his personnel or you just go down and fake a cramp real quick because that's what a lot of people still if you look at his personnel packages in 2013 he didn't his personnel packages weren't as complicated moving forward the evolution of offensive personnel he would bring about so many different personnel packages okay so we're going to change personnel three times every series well that The defense gets an opportunity to change personnel as well. Well, then you can't pace down the field. And so then that momentum is taken away from the offensive side of the ball, which you need in the kind of offense that Malzahn wanted to run. But when you're changing personnel all the time, it takes away from all that. Anyway, what I enjoyed most, though, about Malzahn, not most, but one of the things that I will say was awesome, going back to Fish, is that every fall camp we would have lobster and steak one night. Like, the whole team would have lobster and steak. Oh, my gosh. It was wow. so good. Are y'all, y'all eat lobster?
2: I do. I've only had it a handful of times, but I do. I enjoy it.
1: It's just too difficult to get the meat out of there. See, you say crab. that, but
2: I love I love crab. Yeah. Oh, I can eat my weight in crab. Is That's it a hard? lot of weight.
0: If, if prepared If prepared correctly, I feel like, Lobster meat's easier to eat than crab. Who who cooked it for y'all? Who, who the, was it? The Wellness Kitchen there. Okay, on, y'all had the, it right
1: there in the kitchen. Cooked it.
0: The athletic, okay. wellness, it, the Wellness Kitchen at Auburn was pretty much. It wasn't athlete or athletics only, but it was it was athletics focused, centric. You know, random students could go, but a lot of the times it would be closed only to certain teams yeah. or certain athletes or certain staff. So they did a good job with the lobster. Oh, man, it was so good. The steak was good. Sometimes you'd get a lot of fat on the steak. I love But fat steak. but I see I'm I'm a I'm a lean. I'm a filet mignon guy. I like a, I like a lean or at least well marbled steak. Ribeye, you know. You look like a T-bone guy.
2: No, I'm actually more of a ribeye guy, but oh, are I, you? Oh. yeah. Yeah. But I've gotten more into the into the filet myself, but it's cuz it's such a a better cut of meat it you know? is. and is I'm using quotation marks here I mean it depends on where flea, you filet mignon is just the center of a ribeye you just yeah. take the, everything else and throw it away
1: New York strip filet mignon I like that yeah that's my favorite. I used to get New York strips a lot but we, that's too lean I, I, yeah, I don't mind
2: it but it's more like a like a breakfast steak I guess well, if you like a steak of and them. eggs
0: I eat a couple of them yeah, yeah. absolutely that's do you eat the steak from the senior luncheon this year yeah should I have eaten? <laughs> but well yeah, I, I, I did mean, eat it. Yeah. Ate a couple of them. Should they I have of them. They were of a little bit they were little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a No, 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 no. Okay. I mean, I was there when they were I cooked, but okay. I enjoyed it. It was really, really good. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went really there and got an extra one to get home. I had two. I'm to to be I bit i i little bit of a little I had one at the church, and then I had one of a little bit of a you're making me want to go home and cook some steaks now. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sort I'm, I'm of craving a steak now. <laughs> I'm steak hungry. But uh, we, my, the, the worst advice that I ever received was from... Uh, well, I'm not going to say from whom it came from. Um, from whom... Don't the, buy the, Amazon. The, it's just a fad. The <laughs> Yeah. From whom the advice uh, was received... But anyway, it was basically, don't, and and you might have told me this too at one point, uh, mm-hmm. but it was don't, don't go into education. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that's probably the worst advice I've ever received. And and I will say this, everything that anybody that's ever told me not to go into education, everything that they have said is true. Yeah. It's It's awful now. It's not as... Even when I was in high school, it's and I've talked about this on other episodes of the podcast, but... But it's still rewarding. Yeah. it's uh,
2: But the bureaucracy and the red tape and the paperwork and all that that goes into it is... Well, I mean the parents. But yeah. That too.
0: Um, well,
1: the, the money—that's the main reason would be the money.
0: The money's all well, I'll
1: tell you not to go into it. But the money, see, I've been in it so long now, I can't really go do anything else. Or I could retire and go do something mm-hmm. else, but I mean... I've just been it so
0: long now. It's just yeah. Well, there's a teacher shortage in Alabama. now. It's hard to do yeah. anything else now. There's an everything shortage in Alabama right now. Larry Strain, who is the athletic director, head coach at Hanley High School, has uh, a well. By the time this podcast airs, it won't be anyway. They've got a PE job and can't fill it. Now, when was the last time y'all heard of a PE job? Yeah. not being able to be filled. Yeah, I wonder how that, bad it's gonna get. I, it's gonna it's gonna keep getting worse and, until you know they they do something.
1: Because that's some advice that I got would be uh, the type degree for me to get, so it'd be easier for me to get a job. Like I got a social science composite degree. You that's what more, I got. Yeah. You can teach more classes with that, so that would be some good advice I got
0: in so, education. I think I think Jim got a history degree, so he when he graduated he could only teach history. He couldn't teach like psychology, government, economics sociology, which you and I can teach all that because we've got a social studies composite degree. Yeah. General social science education. S- psychology, sociology is all that type of stuff. Yeah. That's some good advice I got about my
1: degree and then work good work advice. I got a lot of good work advice about what to say in interviews from uh the principal that was here and then Advice on when it might be time to, you know, do something different or yeah. leave a job, go somewhere else. I've got I need, good advice I need, on that. I need some of that advice. <laughs> I got some real good advice on that one time about, uh you know, it might be time just to go somewhere. I didn't get yeah. fired, but it might
0: be time just to go do something else, go somewhere else. You might want to get out of here. I don't know if yeah. I mean you don't have to tell me on air, but at some point before you leave, I'd like to I'd like to hear that. All right. Just yeah. But anyway. Because they, so, they were right when they told me that. I'm glad that I left because they were
1: right.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. as far as uh, worst advice I've ever gotten, uh, my, my mom and dad kind of had a, a, a bicker one time, and dad looked at me and said, don't ever get married. <laughs> Dang.
0: So glad, I've, I've glad gotten, I have got I've gotten that one. advice, too, and so far glad I've stuck to it. One. I love you, Carrie.
1: Yeah, if you, you are. Yeah, you just uh, you not just too dinner? long ago, a while back,
2: you had a anniversary. I did, I did yesterday. Uh, <laughs> well, by the by the time this yeah, airs, by the time this yeah. airs, it'll be a long time ago. Yeah, but. it'll be a little bit ago. But yeah, we uh, we're celebrating our fifth year, five years of being married. For some
0: reason, it feels like y'all have been married longer than well, that. Well, we were together for uh, three, I think, before. Okay, that. so you've been together eight years. Yeah. Now, I congratulated before. you on Facebook. You did. On I'm, that. I'm glad that you. Now, were... I
1: can do that, but I can't. I don't know how to do anything else. My wife does everything else. Have on you Facebook. Have
2: you gotten a profile picture up yet? Nah, I don't still know if just I'm going to do that. I don't know if I'm going to do that. avatar. Or
0: not. <laughs> do you have any ideas? Um, well, I mean, you can do why something. Don't you, why don't we take your picture now with the mic? And yeah, then that beard.
1: Okay, we can do that yeah. before we leave. But I can't. I was going to post something today. Try to get something started. You should but have. I may do it when I get home. But I have to get my wife to help me though. Okay. To do that. You'll get you'll get savvy with it. Now, my anniversary is coming up next uh-huh. week, and I'm spending the day with Paul Hawk,
3: hmm.
0: June
1: fifteenth. Uh, somewhere around in there, <laughs> and uh, but I'm spending the day with Paul Hawk, and uh, and we're going <laughs> and we're going to have lunch, yeah. and you, we're yeah. gonna, and you're invited.
0: Uh,
2: if I can, if I can break away from work, I'll, yeah. I'm going to try to be there. Yeah,
0: be Del there. Del Sol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one sun, or, the about sun, about one o'clock. Okay, one o'clock. Location
3: that's my anniversary Location
0: I'm Private Yeah that's my Even, name. Though, I the name. Them. <laughs> Even though, though
3: I said Location the, name the, of the sun. <laughs> But
1: you just They've changed the name Of that restaurant Oh have Yes yeah, a oh, different okay.
2: name. So it won't pop up Yeah but that's what I'm doing for my anniversary We're going to Del Sol For those of you That don't habla espanol <laughs> Del Sol means The
0: soul Well by the, well, by, by the way like this will air away after we've done it, so yeah. it won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm doing. If you show up after you hear
2: after this airs, <laughs> sorry, let us know because that'd be awesome. Not June fifteenth, twenty twenty two, folks. Yeah, because <laughs> it's going to happen on the exact same day every year.
0: Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we could spend it with Paul Hawk, and we were supposed to have Paul Hawk on the on the podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah, just scheduling conflicts, and that's yeah. that's one thing that we've we've learned. Uh, it's so hard doing this thing. Yeah. Now I, I try to make myself as available to you as I can, uh, but you know, there's some days we just we have to get one out. That's why we're doing a lot of pre-recording right now. But um, you know, s- scheduling's hard, especially when you get super busy. And
0: I know we're going to be super
2: busy. But
0: and especially when you, the more people you have on, the, the more factors you've got yeah. to weigh to determine, hey, is this going to? Can we make this happen? Mm. Which we're still trying to work on something for the last two episodes of this season. Yeah. Yeah, so
1: yeah. you mentioned Paul Hawk. I need to apologize to him. What? What did you about do? That's you know, I said he was. I, I think I called him little a few <laughs> months so back. Well, you said that he needed him. to make his own coffee too. Well, that's all true. All that. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I, but he's he's just a little bit shorter than me. He's yeah. I mean, he's a big guy. I mean, he would be your fire. I mean, you call him a fire plug. I guess he's huge. He's.
0: He's a bowling he, ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's not tall, but he's very muscular. He would kill me. He's stumpy. He me.
1: He's very, yeah, stumpy. Yeah, 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 he would kill me. Yeah, but he. I mean, I didn't mean anything. I just need to apologize. He's just just a little bit shorter. Hopefully, we'll things.
0: have him on one day. He's got the best voice ever. Absolutely. Uh, ride, ride, <laughs> ride.
2: I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to working with him more. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm kind of finding my role in all this, and uh, I'm really going to enjoy it this year. I think.
0: This year's going to be fun I, for many reasons. I think. I think football's yeah. going to be fun for many reasons, for us. But all right, recommendations. Cherry limeade from Sonic. Cherry limeade from I've I've. You're not the first person to tell me that Wait I need to try that.
2: Wait a minute, you've never had a cherry limeade no. from Sonic. Oh my no. god! Look here. I've only the, had frozen is. desserts from Sonic.
0: And you've, cheese sticks. You've never done the the slushes or nope.
2: any of the mixed drinks or anything like that.
0: I don't do anything fruity uh, from from like unless it's like a snow cone. That's and well, even a, then I don't. A, it's a slush. It's a it's a frozen slush. Okay, it turns um, into a slush. By the so
2: evening. all it is, Nick, is it, Sprite with cherry flavoring, a couple of cherries, and some lime juice. I mean, it's not. See, I'm not a cherry guy. Well, they they have a strawberry flavor, a strawberry version of no, it. No, I well. might do that. Uh, and they also have what they call the fresh fruit uh, limeades, and it's like diced up cherries
0: in it, so it's you know chunky. They need <laughs> to do something with pineapple. Do a pineapple something. Mm, I know. I'm that. sure pineapple and sprite would be really good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But like I do, I when when I go to Subway or if I'm not feeling water or sweet tea, I'll do. Equal parts lemonade, Sprite, and water. There, and that is good. Lemonade really is
2: it? Herbert's lemonade that they have at, at Subway now. I don't know. I think that's it. That is some really good lemonade. It's not your traditional Minute Maid, Tropicana lemonade. It's somehow they got affiliated with this other brand of lemonade, and it's really—I want to say it's Hubert's or Her- Herbie's, maybe.
1: Starts with an H. It's really good. <laughs> Murphy's really interesting. No, I like a limeade. I like Sonic. I like lime. And we just bought a slushy machine. Like it grinds. What? Yeah, we just at your one. house. Yeah. Just, what? You know, it grinds up all the ice and everything for a slushy, yeah. and you buy all the different whatever flavor you yeah. want. Yeah. Well, yeah,
2: they uh they they have several. They've got just a regular limeade, which is just Sprite and lime. They got the cherry. They got the strawberry. Um, they get they offer those in slushes as well.
1: Yeah, I bought the lime.
2: It's uh, my favorite. And then they also do one that's called Ocean Water, and it's basically Sprite and blue coconut flavoring. It's really good, though. Is
0: Are limes and lemons the same thing? No.
1: I was just at the store. They're not.
0: One's green, one's yellow. Okay, but what does an unripened lemon look like?
2: Uh, an unripened lemon looks kind of like a lime. And what happens when a lime gets overripe? It starts turning back yellow. Yeller. So? They're not the same. Are they the same fruit? No, they're not. How do we know? Cuz one tastes like a lime and one tastes like a lemon. Plus, I have, have plus, you ever have you
0: ever tasted a yellow lime? Plus,
2: plus, uh yes, I have actually. It still tastes like a lime. No, to me it tastes like a lemon. Whatever. Um the main the main difference between the two is the seeds, the presence of
1: seeds. There's no seeds in a lime. What limes are you eating? I've never had. A I, I don't a know about all that, but I was just trying to find avocados at the store while going. I was I almost got limes. <laughs> <laughs> They're shaped differently. An avocado's shaped like a pear. Well, I couldn't find the avocados. The Only thing I could find that was green was. I walked over there to the limes. Was it, was was it the going,
2: local one here? Or was yeah. It, well, I walked
0: over there and then wildlife. I finally <laughs> yeah. found the avocados. But so. well, you know, there's an avocado shortage. Like the demand has been so taxing on the supply chain well. i read an article well, on, i was what,
1: wanting to make some guacamole
0: you know i don't like guacamole but i'll, I'll eat an avocado i'll I eat avocado guacamole toast guacamole.
1: i do too i love it it's one of my favorite foods mm. it's he, he, here
2: here's clint's it's a cilantro uh, here's clint's guacamole recipe cilantro is a mint kind of technically um, it is guacamole oh, guacamole uh avocados yeah. salt pepper and a little bit of
1: lime juice that's it i just get the mix i just put the mix. yeah in. the mix but, is good but, but it, i put one more avocado in there than what it calls for kind <laughs> of in my mix. dilute it down a little bit so
0: well i mean i talking just... about guacamole <laughs> well i, just, I like the avocado i'm narrating y'all's conversation
1: i like the avocado taste yeah you know so i just put They're one more in there but see they weren't real soft they weren't real soft so i've got to put... i'm gonna make this tomorrow so i'm gonna have to Put them in a paper bag overnight well that's you can bake brownie. them you can bake can you them. yeah you can so, bake
2: them in will ripen them up how long at what temperature just you'll have to look up on the internet i just know that you can okay do i it. hadn't heard that i yeah. appreciate that i'm yeah. glad we
1: had this conversation there you go see you. i was worried about it because they yeah. weren't soft enough yeah
2: you can put them in the uh in the oven and brown them up a little bit just heat them up huh. and, and they'll wrap up a little quicker okay so i just need to check on yeah the
1: internet yeah
2: what
0: i okay all right, and on wait, the next episode of Smart Recipes with Biggie and Dave. <laughs> why am I Biggie? I want to be Dave. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, wait, Who knows? Wait. You assumed you were Biggie. Hey, be on
1: time. That's some advice that I, that I got to work. You know, be on time to work. Well, you my- show up, come to work, be on time. But I did come one hour late. Yeah, tell that story. One Please day. tell that story. And I, did, I didn't know it. This is probably when you was in school. You may have been in my class at this time. This is when I'm talking was coaching. To Clint. late 90s. Woke up one morning and just alarm clock was going off. I just rolled over and turned it off. Yep. Went through my normal routine. Wasn't in a hurry. Nothing. Come through Asheville at the red light. No traffic. No traffic. L- oh, man, this, today- this is, in the words yeah. of
2: ice cube, today's gonna be a good day.
1: <laughs> Coming up the hill, no traffic, no yeah. school, no buses, nothing. I go by the elementary school. The parking lot is full. It's full. Come to the middle school. I don't know if it was there yeah, at, that I, at that time. The middle yeah, school went not here at that time. high school. I still don't know what's going on. I hadn't figured <laughs> it out yet. Come, I go in through the parking lot. It's full. I go by the windows. You know, students are in there doing work and stuff. And I'm still, I don't. I can't figure it out. I don't know what's going Murphy on. I think, was perplexed. It's like everybody was in on it, pulling a trick on me or something. <laughs> But I walk in, I walk in, I'm still not wondering what's going on. I walk in, and somebody had opened my door to my room, so it was unlocked. And I walked in, and we were having a test that day, so everybody was sitting there studying for their test. But I was an hour late the whole morning and didn't know it because I'd wow. slept through my alarm clock for an hour. Wow. But nobody realized it. Nobody knew I was late.
2: See, I thought there was going to be like a, you know, spring forward moment or something, like the time nah, changed. No, nah, I, was just, was I just, just slept through the alarm
1: clock for an hour.
2: Man, I've been doing that a lot here. Like, I got to get over that. I've been sleeping through my alarm clock. You know, we got workouts at six o'clock, and I want to leave at five
0: thirty. Well, I'm not getting up to like five twenty because I'm fighting with the alarm clock. Dang, dude. Yeah, yeah. see. I'm getting up at five. Like, my alarm will go off at four fifty five, and yeah. then I have another one that'll go off at five. I'll yeah. get up at the five o'clock one.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. During, I'll get I'll get out the during the school year, I get up four fifteen during the year. Wow, but, but, yeah, that's but too early.
0: Nobody realized I was late. I could have done that every day. And they wouldn't Yeah. They wouldn't have to clock well, I mean in as I anything. say,
2: y'all don't have a clock in process. No. Do you you do not? Now. We, yeah, we do. We now. do now. Oh, okay. We do now. But yeah, no, we've, got a, we've got a
0: we've got a clock in before seven thirty. See,
2: technically I don't have a clock in process either, but you know, I I fluctuate my hours where need be with, with the school stuff. So like with early morning workouts, I'll I'll leave from here about seven fifteen, get to work, change, clock in you know, start work at eight, stay till five, you know, Go that route, but like during the fall, I'll have to go to work at six, get out of there at two thirty, be up here at three. So, um, you know, just uh, I'm I'm fortunate enough to be able to, you know, adjust my schedule as needed for that. So very grateful for See that.
0: See that I've been thinking about that too. You know, when you look at our jobs, Murphy's job, my job, we're during the school year there. There's almost no flexibility right. in our schedule. Right, almost zero. In the summer, though, it like it goes from like zero to one hundred. It's mm-hmm. like we're, you know, especially for Murphy, who's who's not coaching anymore, and he doesn't have to be at workouts. He he's free for two and a half months. You know, it like, goes by fast, though. Oh, yeah. I and mean, you got a lot of
1: stuff in the summer you need to get done. Yeah, you you're to during, yeah, you're trying to catch up. all types of catch from from everything. Right
2: yeah, um, I I, and and before. Have you done your recommendations? Neither one no. of us have done our recommendations yet.
1: Hey, what about GPS? How y'all feel on that? <laughs> Global positioning, like in a well, car.
2: Well, it was here, now it's gone. Your thoughts? Is it gone? No, it's not gone. It's never gone it's, away. It's it's, rever- it's no, reverted. It's shifted over to our phones now more than anything else.
1: Well, I had one of those Magellans one time. A guy told me I was going to go to his house over in Blunt County. Mm. And he told me, don't, don't follow your GPS directions. That will get you. Lost. Totally. It's not right. But I was just like, Oh, he don't know what he's talking about. I'm just gonna I got this new gel and it's been working real good. Yeah. Totally. That's how that's
2: how my house is. You type my address in on Google maps, it'll take you to the other end of the road I learned. Well it sent me
1: down a logging road, man, and I was just you know how they say you start hearing them.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've started hearing I did that one time. Um I when I still had the Colorado, I was working uh in Woodstock and I had to go to a job. Plugged it in, got the job finds, trying to get to another job at a different location. Plugged it in, routed whatever. I ended up down a logging road, oh, and yeah. I was like, "Well, I won't trust it." And I kept going until I got to a stream, and I had to like go through the stream. Was like, yeah, I ain't doing that. Yeah, that was like a, it was a
1: logging road. Yeah, that was some advice he gave me. I should have followed, but I just ignored <laughs> on that. And like that banjo playing yeah. stuff, you know. Um, a lot of people don't get that reference because they don't. That's from the movie, right? Yeah. If you don't get yeah. that
0: reference. Yeah. You are that reference. Yeah. That, like, yeah. I say
1: stuff like You're that. You're just like,
0: uncultured swine. That's what yeah. it is. John Voigt.
2: <laughs> Going back to him. Bert Reynolds in that, too, wasn't he? Yep. He was. Yeah. Yep. Wore a life jacket the whole time, I yep. think, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, life jacket. So. All I remember what, is that guy talking about when they go underneath a bridge and the kids are sitting there just looking at it he's like, hey, I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Doing this whole Doesn't thing. that kid
0: work at Walmart and Boaz or something? <gasps> at that time? No, now I don't know. I think he, I think I read something somewhere that said that that I, kid in that scene, that the picking and grinning scene, yeah, the, or the um, the banjo I, Bible. That
2: movie was what mid eighties. Yeah, I'm 36, and I was born in the mid eighties, so he, yeah, he would be in his forties now, his fifties maybe. Exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't see that.
0: I'm Why? Gonna, I don't know. Somebody can't work at Walmart for more than 30 years.
2: No, I'm not saying that. Years. I'm just saying that. It's just unlikely.
0: Well, that's that's what I'd read on, uh, I think, UberFacts on Twitter or something. <laughs> okay. UberFacts is a trusted source of factual information on the internet. His glasses are on. His glasses are on. That means he's ready to make a recommendation. Yeah. And we're serving it to you, David. Are so you to do recommendations? Recommendation. All right. Well, All right. hold on. Um, do, you, do you have other advice? No, I don't. Well, he does, but he's not going to say it. Nah. Okay.
1: To, somebody taught taught me how to buy a car one time, a new car. That was be, that's been very beneficial.
0: A new car, yeah,
1: brand new to new, you, yeah. Off the no, lot. a brand new car off the lot. Dealing to, with a salesman, yeah. How, oh, yeah. how to do that? See,
2: you can't haggle with a salesman anymore on cars.
1: Well, you just leave. Well, that's true too,
2: because they end up calling you like, "Hey, are you still interested?" That's what
1: you just leave you off from, and then you just you get yeah. your number, then you just leave yeah. go somewhere else. Now, I've actually got salesmen in a fight before at a dealership between themselves see oh,
0: i'm I, 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 can I, can I, I,
2: what are do you doing next weekend i mean it's father's day let's go the weekend after let's go let's go look for a new car and see if, now we can I, like, start if I have
1: time to do it i like doing that but yeah. like the last car i bought i did haggle with them a little bit i did my numbers and everything but i was just explaining to the salesman what i yeah. was looking for yeah and then we just walked out the back door and he said well here's your car right here and there was one sitting there. That I, voice was. <laughs>
2: there was no. That, that was, guy sounded like sounded like he worked in a funeral home.
1: Well, that's what he said. There was no way I would have thought they would have had so this car. Sorry around. for yeah.
2: your loss.
0: No, that's not. Here's what your car. Do right that voice here. again. Say that, Lonnie.
1: Well, here's your car right here. <laughs> that's
3: what oh he's man. About.
1: So. I went home and thought about it. And I haggle with them a little bit. But, yeah. I, you know, you always got to do your number. You know, go Kelly Blue Book. Go to the bank and get the book value and all that stuff before you do anything. Yeah. You know, add you whatever percentage you want to give them. I don't think
2: I've ever done that. Every time I've ever tried to buy a new car, I, I go in. This is what I want. How much is it? Where the payments going to look like? How, how much is it if we put this down payment with it? Blah, blah, blah. And then say, okay, I come in here. I'm, I'm willing to walk away. I'm going to walk away. And I usually give it a week. And I call back and say, you... What do you think about that car? You still, going, you still interested? Eh, if the price is right. We might be interested. Yeah, you got well, to walk out. What, what, what if I, what if we get down to this? Eh, we might be. What if we get down to this? And I'll come in there and sign the papers right now. All right, we'll get it. We'll get it.
1: Well, I actually had the owner call me back one time on some numbers that I offered. Or was getting a car for. Mm. And he told me. And he w- he could have sold me one if he would wanted to. Because he had two in the lot. But he told me, well, you better go get that car yeah. that you found. Because we, you know, we can't beat that. So, if he wanted to, he could have.
2: yeah. I had a guy uh, one time said he was just shopping. He let him know up front he was shopping. When the guy, even though he said, "Yeah, you're up front. You're just shopping," said, "Hey, if you you bought it right now, could you do this?" He said, "Well, you know, I had to still think about it." And he said, "But you know, it might be a possibility." And like
0: three days later, a guys calling him. He's like,
2: "You promised. You're going back on your word." So you mean you get some really pushy guys out there too?
0: Yeah, I uh, I'm in a unique situation with I've got a Bronco reservation mm. and that Bronco reservation was turned into a Bronco order and see the dealership that I'm going through has guaranteed MSRP. They've guaranteed no markup off the MSRP. So I feel like I'm in a unique situation with where you could turn around and sell it for a
2: profit right well, now. Well, I'm
0: in a unique situation where I'm I'm almost like the the price that Ford Motor Company is quoting me is basically, you know, barring the Delivery fee and all of that, the taxes and all that, is pretty much going to be the price that I'm going to pay. Yeah. Because, I mean, the dealership, they're not going to go anything lower than that.
2: Price, uh, Supply and demand, though. I mean, they're... I don't know if y'all know the situation with new cars. We have a chip shortage right now. Semiconductor, yeah. And... It's killing the Bronco. Well, it's killing everything right now. We we had a group come in and, and quote us some scanners for work. Um... And they were telling us that they sell these things to Detroit and all that and said that GM is buying up or renting property in all these, you know, rundown facilities up in Detroit. And they're putting up fences and they're just storing cars. They've come off the assembly line. They're ready to go out minus this chip. And the chip shortage is so bad they're filling up like old Kmart parking lots full of brand new cars that can't I think do anything Ford's doing the same thing with yeah. their truck
0: plant in Kentucky yeah. at Kentucky Motor Speedway there or the racetrack up there there there's the parking lot just full of brand new brand Ford new. F150s can't do anything with it, them sa- yeah because they're all missing that's some some form of some part of the computer system yeah. uh but but like so and in that and that's a good thing because not all dealers have guaranteed their Bronco folks that have ordered Broncos that they're going to honor that msrp that the ford motor company says on their website what it's going to cost yeah but the dealership that i'm working with here in alabama they've they have made it very official like multiple times they've said we're going to honor the msrp so i feel like i'm in a weird position where it's almost like okay i know what i'm going to have to pay yeah there's really no need for me to haggle i mean obviously they're going to try to tack on a warranty or something like that that i can that i can talk to them about but other than that it's
2: yeah, I mean, you you've kind of you know because on the front side said you're going to get it, so it's almost like you can't back out to to be able to haggle.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And Plus, it's, and it's a weird situation for them because that's also a vehicle that they know that. If I dropped, they could sell immediately right. to whoever wanted it because the demand is so high. Right.
2: But see, I mean, if you say, well, I, you know, I don't like this price if it's $2,000 less, they say, okay, well, here's one you can manually roll the windows down in. We'll drop $2,000.
0: I mean, yeah. but it may not have all the bells and whistles. I know you said you've basically see, got that's all the bells the thing. and whistles. So. Almost every single Bronco that's going to come out of the factory over the next year and a half has been custom ordered. Wow. So, like, my Bronco. What color? Carbonized gray. Okay. You know, I'm not going to say mine's going to be the only carbonized gray, 2.7 liter, Badlands, Sasquatch, hard top, 12 inch high package Bronco out there, but that's exactly what I ordered. Right. And I ordered it for me, for right. what I'm going to do. You know. Uh. So, anyway. But yeah, it's a nice color. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This truck is going to look like that. Yeah. Truck? What? His Tundra. Yeah okay yeah yeah was was did did you give us a recommendation Yeah. what's
2: your other recommendation what's your recommendation I've, I've sidetracked you with
1: advice kentucky yaki what What? that's my recommendation kentucky, kentucky yaki yaki
2: yeah what what explain well
1: it's just that? like a teriyaki sauce but it's okay. made in kentucky they age it in bourbon barrels we've been eating you know marinating a lot of meat okay in it like well Fixing shish kebabs and stuff on the grill. real good.
2: Is it anything like teriyaki? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. good stuff. It tastes good. But oh. I didn't
1: know you could. We just started marinating meat and in it, cooking it. was real good.
0: I'm not a big teriyaki. I'm not guy. a big teriyaki. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not a big teriyaki. It's good guy. stuff.
1: They make other stuff at company, though. Yeah. Bourbon barrel foods, but that's good stuff. It's
0: called bourbon barrel foods, mm-hmm. and they make Kentucky yaki. Kentucky yaki. It's good. So do they just like take a bunch of sauces and age it in old bourbon? Yeah, miscarbos. they got all kinds of stuff yeah. aged in those old bourbon barrels. It's good
1: cool. stuff.
2: Kentucky yaki is made in Kentucky. Where's Terry Yaki come from? Oh. Terry's backyard. <laughs> I hope it's his backyard.
0: But anyway, Renette, you got a recommendation? Um, yes, I. I've got a lot of recommendations that I'd really like to air out on this episode, but I've talked myself out of it, and I'm going to save some for later on down the road.
3: Yeah, because I,
2: I was going to go a different route with mine too, and kind of uh, not panic. I was like, I don't know if I want to go right now. Yeah with my recommendation. So I'm kind of saving it, but you and I need to talk to make sure it's not the same recommendation.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to I'm going to kind of go with a a cop out recommendation. So there is I've briefly mentioned it or or referenced some information that I got off of this. It's a pod, another podcast. Okay. It's called uh well, hold on. Let me It's called, I forgot what I was going to talk about. I want to get the name correct. Okay. Dang it. The Office Deep Dive with Brian Baumgartner. So, if you're a huge fan of The Office office Review, it is, no. It is an Office, well, you say review. It's an Office behind the scenes. Brian Baumgartner played Kevin Malone in the series, and he interviews Greg Daniels, Steve Carell, Rain Wilson, Ken Quapis, Kevin O'Reilly, Jenna Fisher. Uh, ben silverman all of these office either actors executives or uh, producers and writers and it's really it's so su- it, it's such a good podcast because every episode brian tells a couple of stories about the office and its creation its development what they did during the show during its peak during you know this finale but also kevin all or kevin brian always ends up learning something from the guest that the guest even though he's worked with this guest for for forever right. or did at one point in time they always trade a story that neither one of them knew about okay and so you know that moment is like hey i've known you for 15 or 20 years right but i never knew that story until now like that moment those moments and there's at least one every episode it's it's really really good i'm not done listening to all the episodes that they've got out now but the Steve Carell episode just came out, and so uh, I'm excited to listen to it. Yeah, yeah I, we, I bet I that's fantastic,
1: that podcast.
0: He's a great podcast host. Steve Steve Carell's going to be
1: on that. Have you ever seen him in Foxcatcher? No, but I want to. That wrestling. Because he, he plays a serious role in that. Oh, you never seen that? I haven't that? seen that. That wrestling movie. the U.S. wrestling team.
0: Okay. The, isn't he a, the se- a murderer team. or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, then. He plays true, a he true play, story. He, you know. Yeah, that's what's wow. crazy. True. That's what's crazy.
1: I can't believe you ever never seen that. I think I think I know something about it. Well, they did a 30 for 30 on
0: it. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. They made that movie Foxcatcher. Okay. About okay. the DuPont. He was DuPont. Yeah, the, think, the DuPont. I think yeah. he was awarded. He may have won some awards or been nominated. I, th- I know he was nominated, but he might have won some awards for that role, which is why I've always wanted to watch the movie.
2: So on the way out, I have two of my favorite Kevin scenes from the office. One is where they have the casino night in the warehouse. Yeah. And they're sitting yeah. there playing and he's got his he's got his World Series of <laughs> poker bracelet on. Yeah. And he's like sitting there stacking his chips. He's like, Yeah, I wanna I want a couple of stuff. And then the next scene, Phyllis beats him. Yeah. And he just goes back the camera and goes, I suck. <laughs> 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 and then when he's made that big pot of chili. Oh dude, it, that's legendary. And he, and he spills it in the floor.
0: That is, and he's trying to save it. No. He's trying to rank it no. back in the box, and save it. My favorite one, and uh, I, I got to give Brian Baumgartner credit because he, he talked about it with Kevin O'Reilly, who's the NBC executive that pretty much greenlit the show and was the, the driving force behind the show from the NBC side of things. He was talking to Kevin O'Reilly about it, and one of his favorite moments, one of the most Kevin moments that he felt like ever happened on the show was that moment where uh, Jan, yeah, right? Yeah, comes in with her baby, and, <laughs> and uh, her. It, Yeah, yeah. I mean, Astrid, 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 and but that's not it. So, Astrid, she's like, oh, so you know, who's the father? Oh, it was you know, artificial insemination. Yeah, he went to a sperm bank, and Kevin's like, you know, oh, where? She says, oh, it's it's you wouldn't know. It's a real prestigious place, and he goes the one over there behind the high hop i hop off the interstate <laughs> and she just kind of looks at him and so there's this and then it just you know it like it cuts, it's it's it just drops right yeah. there so there's this implication that, that kevin could be. <laughs> could be the father of her child and that's i think funny. that is just like that's hilarious to me but you know anyway so but yeah that great episode guys we've had a really really good episode here i feel like i don't I agree uh-huh. I agree.
2: It's always good to uh, talk with uh, – you know, I, I struggle. I still struggle. I'm older now, but you were my t- – and I know you got to struggle with it some too, but we're older now. You were my teacher. I feel like I'm either I'm obligated to either call you Coach Murphy or Mr. Murphy. I have a hard time calling you David or referencing you as David.
1: It doesn't matter anymore, Clint.
2: I, I know, but I, I still want to call you Coach Murphy, but it's like – You okay, should hear what the that students little... call me
1: every day. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter.
2: Uh – I've showed her to think what that, what, what they say. Anyway, there's, it's yeah, always yeah, good there's time to there, you people. couldn't handle it. I probably couldn't.
0: It's, uh, that for me has been an adjustment, but it's something that I've kind of gotten used to. Yeah. You know, Shay is Shay. Dave is David. Heather yeah. is Heather. Sharon is Sharon. Yeah. Janet is Janet. Uh, and what's hard for me is reverting back to the, Coach Murphy or the Coach Monroe or the Miss Johnson when there's kids around. Right. Sometimes I don't do that and I've got to get better at that. But and nobody nobody ever calls me Coach Wilson. Everybody calls me Nick. Well see, we went to a to an
2: event outside of school and, and Shay, Coach Monroe, was there and he called me. He said, Hey y'all were already make it? And said, Yeah, we were able to make it. He said, Well, good, I can't wait to see you and I didn't go, Yes, sir. He goes, You ain't gotta call me, sir. <laughs> and it's just one of those things, just you know. How old, old are you? Thirty six. How old is he? Thirty 30- two. Three? Yeah. 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 So technically he's younger than me, but it's always he's, right. Well, <laughs> he is younger than me. Shutting it. Anyway, it's what? just one of those things that, that was always brought up, you know, when you're talking to the coach, it's yes sir, no sir. It's just, it's stuck with me this
0: long. But I, see, the relationship Even though he's is, not my coach. Exactly. The relationship is different though. Right. You're up here. But it's up here. You're not a subordinate anymore. Right. right. So it's different. But still, you know. When you're when, talking about you've been indoctrinated – well, not indoctrinated, but you've been educated a certain way right. about the head coach, the, is the head coach.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it could be Nick Saban. It's going to be yes, sir, coach. Yeah, you know, sir, yeah. coach, whatever. I mean, yeah. And you know, he's he's a high school coach. Yes, coach. No, coach. Yes, sir. Thank you. What you know, whatever. It's just he, he was just like oh, you ain't got to call me sir. Stop doing that. Yeah, he's like yeah. yes, sir. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I love it when somebody like I had a waitress at a restaurant a couple of days ago tell me I was saying I, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. She said, "Stop, stop saying yes, ma'am. You don't have to say yes, ma'am." I said, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> it's like I I couldn't. I'm just trained in this
2: way. Well, my my mom is in her sixties now, and if she found out that I didn't say yes, ma'am or yes, sir to somebody, she'd she'd hit me. Yeah. So. But, but that's, that's, also a very,
0: that's also a very culturally specific thing. You know, you oh, go yeah. outside of the South. I hate when kids don't do that.
2: I had to I had correct one the other day. Said, you ready to go? He goes, yeah. And he says, yes, sir. He yeah. goes, oh, exactly. yes, sir.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, gentlemen, that is the end of this episode of Talk or Go Home. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening this on we really do appreciate it we've gotten a lot of feedback follow us on social media the links are going to be down in the show notes also check out some of our personal links i think those will be in the show notes as well so go down there and, Wait, and what click all of that so we really do appreciate it david for you coming on this is your fourth episode on mm-hmm. so good times shout out to tina hopper mm-hmm. jeff mm-hmm. uh what, what's your guy's name in new york <clears throat> jonathan jonathan shout out to jonathan jeff and tina uh, mickey farmer as well alex farmer everybody that listens we really do appreciate it it's it's really cool that we can sit here and have an awesome conversation there are people that actually want to listen to this
2: yeah well that that's always the thing that you know when you start you kind of come up twenty thousand feet kind of looking at everything it's like wow people actually listen to this i mean you look at the downloads and like and eh, this episode is kind of okay and then the downloads are really good and you're like Okay, well maybe we're on to something Yeah, I'm
0: going to be honest There are a lot of episodes that we have made Where the views have been really, really good That right. I thought weren't the, great episodes And then there are great episodes that The views aren't really the good The views aren't really good yeah. And so, you know, you just never know But we do enjoy making this So thanks for doing all that But don't forget, you can talk go
1: I can't believe it. I'm sorry about hitting your knee,
3: Clint. I can't can't believe you said it like that.
2: I'm sorry about touching your hand earlier while you were talking.